Hi friends, welcome to the Kansas City MomCast, a place to learn, connect, and grow in a relevant and intentional way. We're your hosts, Sarah and Megan. Join us as we interview experts in the field and hear from local moms just like you. This is a podcast for Kansas City moms by Kansas City moms. We know that your time is precious and we're grateful you've chosen to spend some of it with us. Thank you for being a part of the Kansas City Mom Collective community. The day after the Sandy Hook shooting, mom of five, Shannon Watts, started a Facebook group. Her message was that all Americans can and should do more to reduce gun violence. The online conversation turned into a movement of moms, dads, students, families, concerned citizens, and survivors working together with partners in the gun violence prevention movement to end this uniquely American crisis. The group is called Moms Demand Action and is a grassroots movement of Americans fighting for public safety measures that can protect people from gun violence. Today, we have Dee Dee Cooper, who's a member of our local Moms Demand Action Kansas chapter. She's also a mom of three and a grandma to four. Dee Dee is passionate about gun violence and its growing impact on Americans. We appreciate you joining us for this tough but necessary conversation. Let's get started. Hi, Dee Dee. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Can you tell us a little bit about Moms Demand Action, um, what the mission is, and then how you personally got involved locally? Yes. Uh, Moms Demand Action is a national um, gun safety awareness program, and it was started um, by Shannon Watts immediately after the Sandy Hook shootings in Connecticut, where she was Uh, a mother at home who literally wanted um, to do something and take action, Uh, just like many of us, frustrated and devastated by rising gun violence, and especially in our schools. So she took action, put a post on Facebook, and the rest is history. And I believe that was 2012. Um, And literally, I could say I probably got involved in the same way. just a frustration and an anxiety that grows when you're continuously bombarded with news of Mm -hmm. school shootings, theater shootings, grocery store shootings, church shootings, um, and the rise. You know, when I started it, uh, when I started eight or nine years ago, I think there were 90 gun deaths uh, each day in the United States, and now it's over 120. Um, the multiples just keep going up. And so I had to um, just turn anxiety into action. And that's how I got involved with the local Kansas uh, Kansas chapter. Um, you had asked me what their mission was too. Yeah. There's really uh, four parts of our Moms Demand Action in Kansas. There's, I can give you an overview first, the Be Smart program, which is basically about safe storage of guns. Mm -hmm. Um, The second one is legislative, and that's bills in Kansas. And uh, watch the bills in Kansas and take action when we feel like there's a place for safer gun laws. Um, The third is elections, whether it's door knocking, postcard writing, um, voting for gun sense candidates. Mm -hmm. 
and the fourth is community outreach and involvement um, and letting people uh, know on phone banking, social media, festivals, moms programs, uh, just to raise awareness and help people be educated about gun safety. That's great. And I think one of the things most interesting to me is the uh, the Kansas chapter was started by Joella Hoy, mm-hmm. and she is now in the state legislature, and she and her family are all gun owners. And I think it's real important to emphasize mm-hmm. that she is a gun owner, and many of our members are gun owners, um, yes. ex-police officers, ex-veterans. Um, who have all been trained and just have a hard time dealing with the um, lax gun laws in the Kansas in particular. And I think that's an important point that Absolutely. Moms Demand is a nonpartisan yes. organization. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely about gun safety, about supporting our police officers who are faced with this issue issue every day. Right. And their lives have gotten much harder with the increase in gun violence. And um, they're as frustrated as we are. I talked to the Prairie Village police chief a few years ago. He was very grateful. And he said, you know, I have to go through all these background checks. I have to be trained and licensed and the public doesn't. And it's so frustrating. Yeah. so you have a great analogy be, analogy you told us um, about driving a car and owning a gun when it comes to regulations. Can you share that with us? Yes. Um, I, I think you can think of, uh, and I'm older, you can think of when speed limits were 80 and there were no seat belts mm-hmm. and the traffic deaths were sky high. And so we put safer laws in place and required seat belts and lowered the speed limits. Um, and we've saved thousands of lives. And uh, it's very similar. No one took anybody's cars away, but we have um, saving lives is the purpose. So I think of it as um, having to have a license, using guns and cars in the same analogy. They're both can be wonderful tools. They're both very dangerous. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you have um, laws in place for licensing your car, your driver's license, driver's training, uh, laws for speeding and um, street safety, we can save thousands of lives. And that's the analogy I use with guns. If we have training required, licensing required, um, we can go on to save thousands of lives with guns and we're not taking away cars and we're not taking away guns. We're just, it's Mm -hmm. meant to be a safety thing for yourself and the public. That's, that's a great analogy. You had mentioned earlier, uh, the be smart program. And I actually, um, I help lead a mom's group through my local church and we had um, a representative come and do um, the program for our group or, you know, the presentation on for be smart. And it was so good. So helpful. Can you share about what be smart is? Yeah. Be smart is a program that reaches out to the public and is happy to come talk to mom's groups, PTAs, uh, businesses anywhere. And it's about safe storage and in Be Smart, the S stands for secure your guns. 
um, whether it's in your home or your vehicle, um, locked and unloaded, keep them secure. Uh, M is model responsible gun behavior. Mm-hmm. A is ask about the presence of guns in homes for, you know, kids going to visit a new friend. Do you just let me ask you if you guys keep your guns safe in your home? I want to make sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then R is recognize the role of safe gun storage in everybody's responsibility. And T and tell, is tell your peers to be smart. It's just, it's basic mm-hmm. common sense about gun storage because. Both suicides and accidental gun, uh, accidental gun shootings are such mm-hmm. a huge portion of gun deaths, mm-hmm. and as you can see with a lot of school shootings too, they've taken them from their parents' home. Or mm-hmm. I think sixty-eight percent of gun deaths in Kansas are suicides, and wow. any psychologist will tell you the easy access to guns is their biggest biggest problem by far. I'm sure. Yeah. And so Didi, when we think about talking to our kids about guns, it obviously depends on their age. Um, but what tips do you have for, I mean, there's so many different scenarios, but where do we start when introducing gun safety with our kids? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, um, it's basically, you know, respect it, don't touch it, find an adult if you find one mm-hmm. under a bed, in a friend's closet. Um, I think you need to just use them like a car analogy and that they're a great tool, but they need to be safe. You don't let your kids drive a car at any age. You don't let them use a car without training. There are laws regarding them. I just think it's using common sense and absolutely, you know, accidents are just tragic in a house and um, them to have an awareness and a respect for the danger of guns. I feel like Sarah, do you remember like in the nineties, I felt like it was like when we were growing up, it was like, don't touch matches. If Mm -hmm. you find matches, don't touch big push. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. It was like, don't touch matches. I forgot about it. I don't even know if anybody owns matches. Like, it's like a whole new level, you know? But lighters with safety locks. Exactly, Uh exactly. Um, Okay, that's that's very helpful. Um, Yeah. So, a follow up question for that, Dee Dee. We struggled with this in our house. We don't own guns, but Mm -hmm. of. I guess the awkwardness, and I've talked to moms with other yes. moms about this too, the Same awkwardness question. of my kid is going over to somebody's house. And in most cases, I know if they would be a gun owner or not, but not always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so awkward, I think, to say, you know, oh, yes, you know, he can come to play, but also, do you have guns? Like, and yeah. to even start that conversation. Do you have ten- it is. It can feel awkward, but I think the um, the consequences are yes. far outweigh it. And so yeah. I would just get over that hurdle. And I think the more you yeah. say it, the less awkward it's going to be. But I think yeah. um, for your peace of mind and theirs as well, they might say, oh, my gosh, I could better make sure my husband has put that gun up that he had out in the garage the other day. You know, right. Um, it's just a reminder. And we have mm-hmm. members who struggle with that, who say, I took my kids home to see their grandparents and my dad said he had his gun hidden 
Well, it's hidden in a, underneath a bathroom sink at a child level. So, you know, it's frustrating. And, um, I think everybody would be, it's like having, do you have a fence around your pool or Mm -hmm. alarm on your pool? You're just looking out for the safety and welfare of everyone. And I feel the owner and your child. And I feel like if, you know, if the, if it was flipped, like if Sarah was dropping her kids off over here and she asked me that, I feel like I would really admire and respect her for like, wow, that's a really responsible question. Maybe I need to be asking that question. Yeah. You know, like I don't think like, oh gosh, what a what a hovercraft mom. She doesn't want her kids no. to have guns. Like, you know no. what I mean? Like no. it's reasonable, but I also agree with Sarah that it can be can be awkward. I have a sweet neighbor who is kind of our kids like safe house, you know, like if anything mm-hmm. happens, this is where you go. And she is involved in the grandparents kind of oh, is she? version mm-hmm. of mom's demand action. And she one time approached me and said, I was just at this meeting and they talked about, you know, asking and I just wanted you to know. And I think they, they have a BB gun to shoot squirrels. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she's like, but we don't have guns and they're, you know, the one they had is, you know, locked up or whatever. And it was just so nice to have somebody even approach me with that information so that I didn't even have to ask. Yes. No, it's absolutely, you know, and I know there's some States I haven't, I haven't read about it lately that require a um, gun lock to go home with every newborn baby, which Mm -hmm. I think is such a awesome uh, tool. Like fire um, departments or police departments sometimes have, events where they're handing them out too. Yes. And, uh, the Johnson County mental health office will hand them out. Mm -hmm. Um, we've, they've come to our meetings before. Okay. That's great. That's great. Okay. Didi. So I think sometimes it can feel, it's very, very easy to feel very helpless when Mm -hmm. I swear it's like every time I turn on the news, every time I look at my phone, there is a new mass shooting. What feels like every day. So what are some practical steps? And I loved what you said earlier about turning your anxiety into action. I think a lot of us get stuck in, I'm so stressed out. I'm overwhelmed by this. What do I do? And then we just kind of stay there. So how do we move from that to actual action and practical steps for us to get more involved? Well, that's a good question. Um, And I developed just recently my own little cheat sheet. It's 10 ways to be a good mother. and Moms mm-hmm. demand action. Um, Love it. Would you I'm share that with us? Steps real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay, give us, and then I also want you to email that to me, and I'll share that on our. Sure. Show. Okay. Awesome. Uh, Ten ways to be a good mother. Number one, know your facts. Go to everytownresearch.org, mm-hmm. and you can find more information there than it's overwhelming. But you will find two or three facts, four facts that speak to you personally, mm-hmm. and will put you into action. Um, and I think, I think it's just an important tool because everybody's like, what is going on and what's happening? And like, I could tell you the increase in Kansas has gone up 102% gun deaths per year since I've been working on it. And, um, it just spurs me. It helps me have a conversation with others Yeah, because I think one of the more important things I've learned lately is we spend five times as much on gun violence in the United States than we do in the Department of Education's Uh annual budget. Yep. 
So I saw I saw something just, I know I saw something just the other day about that and it was kind of flabbergasting the amount it's of money flabbergasting. that goes into I think into it was action. I think it was on Uvalde um and the amount oh. of money that yeah. has gone into that and the reparations and everything compared to yeah like a like a education budget. Yeah, um, I think Uvalde I've got it but I think it's 220 million dollars we've oh spent gosh. on Uvalde. Much of it by the taxpayers. I think if people realized how much our country spends on gun violence versus education, Mm -hmm. it's uh, appalling, alarming. It's not what we should be about. Um, And anyway, so that's it. Know the gun facts because I think um, more informed you are, you know, your relatives who are gun owners or your relatives who think, you're crazy for fighting for gun safety. If you just gave them a fact of how much their tax dollars or, you know, they're tearing down schools after they're the scenes of these crimes and building new schools. Mm-hmm. If you can't get them with the number of deaths, you can pretty much get them with the cost, the financial cost. Which is also so depressing. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, really? I don't know. Yeah. I think okay. our country needs to take a look at where our dollars are going. Uh, Because if we're spending five times as much on gun violence as we are in education, let that sink in. Um, Number two, you know, gun violence sadly is now the number one cause of death of children Mm -hmm. in the United States. And if you go to uh, everytownresearch.org, it'll tell you how many are killed in uh, automobile accidents versus guns and Uh, Sadly, gun violence is now the number one. Um, We have an event coming up, which is called Wear Orange, which has been going on for nine years. And it's the first, always the first weekend in June. Awesome. And um, Wear Orange, uh, we have different events in Kansas City surrounding that. Um, We're having a blood drive at the 105th and Metcalf. Community Blood Center. You can donate any time that week, and Moms Demand Action gets the credit. But then we'll be having a walk at Meadowbrook Park that morning on Saturday, mm-hmm. June third, okay. uh, to raise awareness. Um, we're asking buildings, church. I've had two churches in Prairie Village reach out to me in the last week. How can we support you guys? Yeah. And um, buildings, businesses, vets, your house. We're asking people buy. Uh, Amazon has a ton of orange light bulbs. Buy them, light your house orange for gun oh, violence cool. awareness. And that's every June? Every June, the first Friday. Okay. Or the okay. first weekend. It's uh, sadly after a young girl shot in Chicago a week after she walked in the uh, President Obama inauguration parade. And she was 15 that. and shot and killed. Haida Pendleton and um, her favorite color was orange. So this is a way to just acknowledge our gun problem. Yeah. Number four, you can, inv- you can call your money manager, ask them to invest in gunfreefunds.org. Okay. Take your money away from where you don't want it. If right, that's something sure. that interests you, it has a list of stores that are, you know, kind of uh, indiscriminate gun sellers and you can not do business with them if that's what you want to do. Sure. Number five was my car analogy. Think of guns and cars the same way, because I think a lot of people, 
you'll find middle ground that way. Mm-hmm. Um, people are like, oh yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah. I just think nobody took anybody's cars away, but we save thousands of lives every year. So think mm-hmm. of it that way. I tell people number six, uh, put your st- U.S. senators and House representatives in your phone. So when a gun, uh, put all your contact information in your phone. When a gun legislation is brought up to committee and they're going to vote on it, you can uh, send them your wishes. Sure. Um, number seven was attend legislative coffees, which are um, which are sponsored by uh, uh, American oh, League of Women Voters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. Awesome. I've been to one of them, I guess is all, but it's an hour. It's really efficient. Mm-hmm. They tell you what's going on in your state locally. Um, and it's really, uh, it's partially maybe about guns if there's something going on, but you can just learn so much of uh, what's going on. That's great. Um, write editorials, number eight. Number nine is the most important. I should have put it first. Uh, <laughs> vote. Vote for candidates that, you know, are interested in curbing gun violence. That is the only way we are going to change. We can lock our guns and encourage uh, gun safety. But until we have gun sense voters, gun sense uh, legislation, instead of going backwards, like lowering the gun age, um, so inform yourself about candidates. You can, all candidates, all parties are asked to be a gun sense uh, legislator and they fill out a survey. And if they agree to enact gun sense legislation, they fall into gun sense voter. Uh, they get awarded that gun sense voter recognition and you can find them at gunsensevoter.org. That's helpful. Yeah, it is Awesome. It is awesome. And, you know, we've had people say, okay, my candidates don't, I can't find them on there. We'll call them and ask them to fill it out. Ask them to be involved in gun sense. It's uh, nonpartisan. And I think that's, Didi, I think that's really good because I also think that speaks to truly being aware of what your candidate that you're maybe choosing to vote for stands for or does vote for or doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really easy to go in, um, you know, to vote and be like, well, I've always voted this way. I'm just going to check these boxes. Exactly. When in reality, you may be voting for things that you would not want to be voting for. Yeah. So I think informational it's actually, piece is important. It's all about being informed. And then the last one was just attend uh, any of the community events or Moms Demand Action events. Yeah. And you can find them at uh, joco moms demand at gmail or find the joco moms demand group on facebook and you know i'm speaking to the kansas side missouri has the same yeah very active group there's there's a moms demand chapter in every state correct and correct okay okay awesome um Okay. Awesome. And really, here's my last little piece on yeah. that. If you want to get involved, um, you can just text uh, ready to yeah. 64433. And yeah. that will sign, that will get you into the national. And then you'll get hooked up on the uh, local level. 
I do the texts and I love them so I don't know if I'm talking to a real person, but I feel like I'm talking to a real person. <laughs> Somebody's checking in, asking if I can make it to the next meeting. Right. Um, yeah. And I love that because right. it's, I feel like it's accountability. Again, I don't know if it's from, you know, an AI robot mm-hmm. or a real mom out there. It's chat GPT now. Is it's, it really? Uh, is that what it is? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Didi, can you tell us what those meetings are like for maybe somebody who is interested in going but feels a little like shy about? Sure. What we have ours um, the second Thursday of the month at a church out in Overland Park. Um, and we start every meeting with uh, the mission statement. Mm-hmm. And last month's meeting was a lot about where orange meetings that, you know, unfortunately we get a big surge after big school events like last year in Uvalde, yeah. this year after Covenant in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had a lot of people last week or last month. Um, and we focused a lot on what was going on in the legislature. We have different committee chairs. So legislature, um, legislative uh, committee stood up and gave their report um, and we're focused on wear orange. And, you know, we have everybody from pediatricians to ER nurses who can't take it anymore to principals Mm -hmm. who stand up in tears. Mm -hmm. Um, There's just a growing anxiety among mothers in particular. We have male members as well, but the majority are mothers. Um, And so, People just listen and they want to take action. That's great. So and I think we try to keep them to an hour. It's truly more like an hour and 15. New members can stay after or come early. Um, and we just cover the topics at hand. And I think it's nice that you have different opportunities for like different personalities. You know, you could knock on doors during an election or right. you could and do spreadsheets have- from your couch. Yep. Yes, Sorry. exactly. Um, and we have a survivor's group. I meant to say that too. Okay. One of our male members is a survivor of gun violence. And, um, that is a very important tool that we offer. Yeah. That's good for people to know. I think we're all kind of survivors of the gun violence in the news, but these are people who have actually experienced tragedies and they are tragedies. You know, the whole ripple effect of a gun shooting is horrible. Yeah, absolutely. So Didi, I feel like sometimes it's very easy to feel like, and I'm hundred percent guilty of this. I want to say that first, it's very easy to feel like, okay, I'm just one person. So like, what am I really going to add, you know, or like, okay, if I'm going to, call my senator, if I'm going to send an email, is my, or me coming to a meeting, like, is that really going to make a difference? And I think feeling that way a lot of times allows us to stay where we are and continue to be complacent um, with the way things are, even though that's not what we truly want. So Mm -hmm. what would you say to a mom listening who is like, I I mean, one person's not going to make that big of a difference. Well, they do, though. Uh, They do because, like I said, probably that out of my 10 steps, maybe the two might be uh, my two top is educate yourself on what's going on. And if you go to everytownresearch.org, you can find all the information you want, and especially at a local, at a state 
level. So you can click on Kansas, you can click on Missouri and see where you are in the whole country. And as a matter of fact, we fall under failures. There, national failures uh, as far as gun safe laws. And um, so the two most important things to do are inform yourself through Everytown Research. And then the other thing is to vote. Vote for gun sense candidates because we can rally, we can protest, we can scream and cry, but mm-hmm. until laws are changed, nothing's going to change. Yeah. And, um, you know, the irony is what I forgot, like 80, 90% of Americans want safer gun laws. They mm-hmm. are not happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're happening in certain states and, you know, they take the dollars and they break them down with, let's say, Massachusetts, highest in the country in health and education, lowest in the country of gun deaths. There is a correlation between the dollars and the focus. Uh Um, So. Yeah. It's important work. It's important to just be informed and know you have an avenue and your avenue is joining a mom's demand and taking some action, but basically educating yourself, your family and voting accordingly. That's great. So if our listeners, and you kind of alluded to this, if, if, our listeners, which are hoping people will, want to get involved with Moms Demand Action on a local level. Um, what are some events or things we can watch for throughout the year? I know you. I know you said about texting, and again, we'll put all of this in our show notes too. So if you, you know, if you didn't write all okay. this down, don't worry. Um, we will have all those things. But if we have someone listening that wants to get involved, um, kind of where? What's the next step? Yeah, probably the first thing they should do is uh, text READY to 64433. That's going to hook them up with the local, national, and then local uh, Moms Demand. Um, We are walking this next set. Well, this is going to probably air later. Yes. But we're walking. We coordinate with uh, National Association of Mental Illness, and we're doing a Moms Walk coming up on Saturday, May 6th, Uh, June 2nd through 4th. We're doing the wear orange for gun violence and a blood drive and a walk at Meadowbrook park. But there are always events in June. We're having more of a social event. So people want to come just learn more. There's a social event, the second Thursday in June. Okay. Um, and you know, just staying informed and learning about your local legislature. There are there are a gazillion events. They're just um, ongoing. So if you text that ready, they're yeah. going to hook you into your local chapter and tell you what's going on. That's so great. All right, Didi. Goodness, this has been such great information. And um, I mean, it's depressing, but it's also encouraging knowing that there are things that we can be doing um, as moms to help bring about change and something that absolutely needs to change. So. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for everything you do um, with Moms Demand Action and just for the Kansas City community. We appreciate it. Well, thank you. And I think we owe it to our uh, police to help them. I mean, we're going to lose these guys if uh, we don't get a hold on it. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, Didi, thank you so much. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Absolutely. We all know that life happens big and small. Whether your family is welcoming a new baby, experiencing an emergency, or in need of a primary care provider, you can trust Advent Health South Overland Park to be with you every step of the way. Located at 165th and 69th Highway, Advent Health South Overland Park offers a full range of medical services, including heart care, surgery, birth center, and a 24-7 ER. Advent Health South Overland Park brings expert care in a warm, soothing environment so that you can get back to feeling whole. Learn more by visiting adventhealthkc.com backslash South OP. Okay, so for what we're loving in Kansas City, I'm cheating a little bit, but it's also a very graceful bridge from our conversation, um, is the Moms Demand Action for Kansas Facebook group, and we will link to that, but that has been a way um, for me to stay up to date on what they're doing. Um, all the events are on there. They do a great job with their communications and promoting different things. Um, it's a great way to share easily with your friends or tag people. Um, I'm trying to think. So highly, highly recommend that. I was trying to think of anything else from that Facebook group. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I remember too. It's just, yeah, it's helpful. It is so helpful. And definitely sign up for those texts um, that DD mentioned, and we'll have that in the show notes as well. But that is the more reminders I can get from all the different media sources, the better and the more likely I am to be involved and know what's going on. So, okay, Sarah, what's yours? Little pivot. Um, yep. But I recently went to Enjoy Food in Mission Farms, yep. and I. I'm in that area a lot and did not ever notice it, but apparently what's, has been there quite a what's while. What's it by? Um, Rye on oh, the yeah. same side as Rye. Okay, um, interesting. And it has outside tables, but it's kind of a healthy option. Reminds me of like the mix or cafeteria. Yeah. Um, yeah. But lots of like quinoa type bowls. Um, I think there were some sandwiches, juices, smoothies. Sounds amazing yeah um but i just it was great and there was even like a little community table room area with like a curtain that you could close i'm not sure how you reserve it but um would be a good idea to look into if you're wanting like a larger group or you know if you want to work um and that probably had enough for like 10 people so that's awesome yeah that sounds so good well always happy for a it's new option i know it's now on my list. Got a branch out from Chipotle sometimes, uh-huh. you know? <laughs> okay, friends. Thank you guys so much for being here. I know today was a ton of information, but everything will be in show notes. And we hope to see you back here next time on our next episode. Thanks so much. Thank you again for spending part of your day with us. We would love for you to share this podcast with other Kansas City moms, as well as rate and review, as this helps others find us. We would also love to hear from you, whether it's to share what you loved about today's episode, an idea for a future topic, or just to tell us how you're doing. We are here for you. You can email us anytime at kcncpodcast at gmail.com. See you next time on another episode of Kansas City Momcast.